and welcome to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the go-to podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends as well as to help you encourage others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, just last week, we explored the idea of persecution as it relates to Chinese missions and took a story from the life and ministry of Griffith John as a case study for how persecution so often falls out unto the furtherance of the gospel. Contrary to what many people considering Chinese missions today might think, persecution is not a new thing in Chinese missions or even missions in general. We are told in scripture to expect it, and it was commonplace even as far back as 150 and 200 years ago there in China. Tune in to last week's episode, When the Regions Beyond Push Back, to hear how Griffith John and his team of Chinese preachers face and push through persecution to reap a great harvest in the regions beyond. As always, never miss an episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast by going ahead and subscribing or following on your podcasting platform of choice. We're on Apple, Google, Edify, Breaker, and so much more. Head on over to visionforchina.org slash podcast. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G slash P-O-D. DCAST for a complete directory of where you can listen in online. Subscribing to or following the broadcast with notifications turned on on your phone will set you up to get a notification each Monday morning as new episodes drop. Of course, you can find Vision for China on Facebook, where giving us a like will keep you up to date with occasional posts about what the Vision for China team is up to, as well as what we're talking about here on the podcast. And if you're more of the Instagram persuasion, you can find and follow Vision for China there as well. And remember, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a comment and rating too. The more interaction the podcast gets, the more likely it is to be recommended to others. Help us get the word out that Jesus is worthy of being made much of in China. And also, if you're an overachiever and want to go that extra mile, go right ahead and share the broadcast on Facebook or Instagram, or maybe send a personal email to that person you know who is teaching English in China currently, or that person at church considering getting involved in missions. We, with Vision for China, are asking the Lord to raise up more preachers to go to China with the gospel, and we want to get the word out that there are opportunities to serve the Lord in this awesome country. One thing that we've noticed as of late is that many who were previously working in and teaching English in China are temporarily locked out of the country due to coronavirus and are praying about how to get back in. If you know someone in that situation, be sure to point them to the podcast as well. Sending someone a quick link to the broadcast or sharing with them on social media might just be the first time they've heard that there is actually a way to boldly preach and do full-time ministry in China. They may have never heard of all the opportunities to make Jesus known through preaching and serving Him there in the Middle Kingdom. So go ahead and share with them. They'll probably thank you for it. Well, for this week's broadcast, I'm excited to share with everyone the lesser-known story of a young missionary named Harold Schofield. This young preacher and doctor made it his life's mission to exalt Christ in China and began praying fervently that the Lord would put it on the hearts of other college graduates back home in England to do the same. 
Though tragedy struck within just a few short years of his arrival in China, the Lord used young Harold's story in a mighty way that would influence and push a generation towards lifetimes of missionary service in China and around the world. So who exactly was the man, Harold Schofield? Why did he choose to give his life to serving Christ in China? What exactly was the tragedy that he was met with during his third year there? And how did the Lord use that as a watershed moment in missions history? We'll get into all those details and more right after the Chinese region of the week. Our region for this week is the province of Shandong. Shandong is located in North China and is home to around 97 million people. This province has about the same number of people as all the country of Vietnam and is in dire need of preachers surrendered to taking the gospel to them. Shandong province is one of China's most populous and affluent provinces. Located on the eastern coast of China, parts of Shandong have been under the control of England, Germany, and even Japan at different times in history. This province desperately needs Jesus Christ. The great majority of people are involved in worshiping nature deities, Buddhism, Confucianism, Taoism, and folk religions. Confucius, the founder of Confucianism, was born in Shandong province in the year 55 AD. Mount Tai, a mountain in Shandong province, is the most revered mountain of Taoism and one of the world's sites with the longest history of continuous religious worship. It has been a place of worship for at least 3,000 years running, without stop, and served as one of the most important ceremonial centers of China. Shandong province is full of worship and ceremony, but the great majority of people are worshiping false gods and ideas. Please pray for missionaries to take the truth of Jesus to these people that so desperately need it. By the way, the Vision for China team's very own canon, who I interviewed just a few weeks ago here on the broadcast, is based in and finished language school in Shandong and, Lord willing, will return there to start a church in the near future. Please pray for Cannon and his wife to get back there quickly and ask the Lord to bless their efforts as they set out to make Jesus known far and wide in this province. Please pray for Shandong. The people need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. The majority of people living in Shandong do not know anything about the gospel. Would you pray that more laborers would be raised up to take the good news of Christ's death for them, to them? Shandong is another great place in China with many, many opportunities to serve Christ and preach the gospel. Friends, I again remind you that there really are countless, endless opportunities to come to China and preach the message of the cross. There are so many here in Shandong who know nothing of Jesus, much less that he gave his life for them. Brother, are you praying about serving Christ overseas? Are you considering what he'd have you do with your life? Why not consider giving your life to preaching Jesus in China? Why not devote your life to magnifying him among the people of this huge nation? There are millions upon millions of people all throughout the various provinces and regions of China that have yet to hear the gospel. And you could be the one to tell them. You could be the one to bring the glad tidings. Would you pray for the people of Shandong? 
Would you pray for them to hear the gospel and be saved? Would you pray and ask the Lord to send them more laborers, more workers, more preachers who will surrender their lives to give them the gospel? Brother, why not surrender your life to being that laborer and boldly proclaiming the gospel there? How, after all, are the people of Shandong going to hear without a preacher? Harold Schofield was desperately ill. The young missionary and doctor, just 31 years old, had contracted typhus during his first term in China. Just two and a half years previous, the university graduate left behind a bright future in England's medical world by choosing to serve as a missionary with the China Inland Mission. This was no small decision. Harold already had quite the portfolio of overseas medical experience, even at his young age, having spent time doing medical work for the Red Cross Society in both Serbia and in Turkey. These achievements, when stacked with his prestigious college education, made him quite the experienced surgeon and physician. When he had announced his call to China, he was met with fierce opposition from all sides. But despite the opposition, he didn't falter and committed to make much of his Lord Jesus Christ among China's millions. Just before leaving for China, he married a young lady by the name of Elizabeth Jackson, and the two of them set out for China in the spring of 1880. He was one of only eight evangelical missionaries in the whole northern province of Shanxi. For months, his heart ached under the weight of lost souls, and he knelt again and again, sometimes foregoing food to pray that God would send more men, more laborers, more preachers to spread the gospel among the Chinese. He often recorded these prayers in his diary after long, hard days of medical work. On his knees, his prayer was for more than just missionaries. Harold was praying for a specific kind of missionary. He had seen the need for men who could lead, and so he was praying for university men, university graduates, men equipped in England's top colleges who, in his view, had the finest mental and physical training available and were especially equipped for mission work. In the first year in Shanxi, before contracting typhus, Schofield was learning Chinese and busy treating some 50 inpatients and 1,500 outpatients. By his second year, he had 6,631 patients. He performed 292 operations. In these initial years in China, he also pioneered work among opium addicts and even started an opium asylum in Shanxi. Now that he was sick, however, the immense need for more laborers to come to China came into even sharper focus. He continued to press God in prayer for an answer. He and his wife Elizabeth would frequent their bedside on their knees, begging God to hear them and send forth a multitude of college graduates to China to preach the gospel. But he tragically would not live to learn the outcome in this world. On July 19, 1883, Schofield wrote in his journal of feeling unwell, suspecting that it was malarial fever. But by July 23rd, the symptoms appeared to be more similar to typhus. 
On the 31st, Schofield had a temperature of 106 degrees Fahrenheit, and he died the following morning, August 1st, 1883. Harold's last words were, Tell Mr. Taylor and the council that these three years in China have been by far the happiest of my life. Following his death, Hudson Taylor came upon his diary and journal, in which was found the record of he and his wife's many prayers for more college students to surrender their lives to making Christ known in China. Hudson and the China Inland Mission publicized Schofield's work and death, even including excerpts from his diary in their magazine that was distributed throughout England. The Lord blessed and used this inspiring story in the hearts of seven young men college students there in England. These seven young men heard of Harold Schofield and his heart for the Chinese. They heard of his desire to preach Jesus and the cross among them. Harold's story was used of God in the hearts of these seven to have them lift up their eyes and look to the fields of China, which were white already to harvest. In the following year, these seven submitted their applications to the China Inland Mission. And the rest, as they say, his history. Charles Thomas Studd, Montague Harry Proctor Beauchamp, Stanley P. Smith, Arthur T. Polhill Turner, Dixon Edward Host, Cecil H. Polhill Turner, and William Wharton Cassells set out for China in 1885 as none other than the Cambridge Seven but not before traveling throughout England and Scotland in 1884 to urge university students all throughout to give their lives to making much of Christ in China. The Cambridge Seven's tour of England was a massive turning point in the history of the China Inland Mission and missions in China generally. Before they applied and toured, university graduates were an exception among missionaries in China. However, after these seven stepped forward, many, many college students began to follow their lead and take up the cause of giving their lives to exalting Jesus Christ among the Chinese. Brothers, are you praying? Are you praying for China? Are you asking the Lord to raise up more laborers to work His harvest fields there and win many Chinese souls to Him? Jesus commands that you pray. Pray ye therefore, he says. Lift up your eyes, he commands. Harold Schofield lifted up his eyes. Harold prayed and begged God to work. He went himself and gave his all to exalt Christ in China. Brother, do you pray for China? Do you really pray for the Chinese? Do you pray for laborers to be sent? Do you lift up your eyes and look to the field, seeing them white unto harvest? Do you do all in your power to do something for the lost and dying souls in China? God can use you, brother. He can use your prayers. He hears them. Do you not believe it? He, after all, has commanded that you pray for laborers. He commands that you lift up your eyes. We have the example of Christ himself to look to, who saw the crowds and was moved with compassion for their souls. Do you lift up your eyes? 
Are you moved with compassion like your Savior? Are you praying for God to do a work? Think, brother, how many Chinese come to know Christ because young Harold went and told them. Then think how many came to know Christ because through his prayers the Lord raised up seven men to look to the fields of China and see them white unto harvest. Those seven went and preached and won many to Christ. Then think how many, as they prepared to set out to China themselves, they encouraged and challenged countless others to take up their crosses and go to China with the good news. Think of how many those led to the Lord. Think of how if Harold had not prayed, so many Chinese who heard the gospel from those seven and other university graduates as well might never have even heard. Think of those in China who may never hear of Jesus if we who have the truth don't submit ourselves to the Lord's command to go with the gospel. Think of those who may die and go to hell because we failed to pray and have compassion. Brother, will you pray? Will you go? Will you make it a habit to pray regularly for the sending forth of laborers, of missionaries, of preachers to China? and to pray regularly, fervently, for the salvation of the Chinese? Will you count your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, worthy to be approached in prayer and asked to raise up laborers to go? He commanded that you do so, after all. Is he not worthy of your obedience to this simple command? The Lord could use you, my brother, and your prayers to do a mighty work in China by sending forth an army of laborers to go forth and preach. So why don't you pray? Why don't you go? Why not commit your life to boldly making the grace of Christ known in China? Again, brothers, opportunities abound to preach Jesus and serve Him in China. I beg you to consider China. I plead with you to pray and ask the Lord what He would have you do for Him in China. If you want to take that next step toward China and learn how to continue on a path toward full-time ministry there, please reach out to us with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. You can email us at info at visionmissions.com, I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M, or email me personally at austin at reachingchina.org. That's A-U-S-T-I-N at R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. We'd love to talk with you about the next steps you can take toward preaching Jesus in China, whether that next step be Bible training, ministry training, or language and culture training, we would love to guide you on your path to exalting Jesus in China. Friends, Harold's legacy is one of prayer. It is one of frequent, fervent prayer and begging God to send laborers forth to China to preach Christ. Chiu, chiu, chiu is the Chinese word for pray or ask. Or beg. China needs men who are both frequently show the Lord to send forth more labors and also going forth themselves 
to make Jesus known there. Will you chill for China and chill the Lord to send laborers and chill him to send even you to go forth and preach? If not you, then who? Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode for a story from my time in China. I'll be sharing how the Lord gave me the unique opportunity to share the gospel with someone in China that might be a bit unexpected. It's a fascinating encounter that I'm excited to share with everyone. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the A Thousand Lives broadcast so that you won't miss out on other exciting stories and interviews all centered on preaching Christ in China. Please remember to show the Lord for more labors for Shandong this week. The people there need more preachers who will go there and make much of Christ. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A.org. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as encouraging others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, until next time, 再见!